Vertical integration. Synergy. Past the briefcase. Attention. Interest. Desire. Action. Strengths and weaknesses. Everyone turn to slide. What's your end game? What do they want that they don't know they want? Dow Jones. Welcome to Great Samaritans, the podcast where we take a deep dive into your favorite food and beverage brands. I'm Thomas Stern, joined by my co-host, John Ramsey, and we're doing this podcast because it's our dream to start our own food or beverage business one day, and we thought, what better way to do that than research some of our favorite food and beverage brands? How's it going, John? Hi, Thomas. It's going great. Last episode, we talked about getting more celebrities on the podcast as a way to grow. Yeah. And so... I reached out to a lot, and a lot, I'll just be honest, said no. I bet a lot didn't even respond. Yeah, a lot didn't even respond. And you know what? That tells me everything I need to know about them. Yeah, they suck. Like uh, like when you're on a first date and, you're, and your date isn't nice to the waiter. You know, oh, I don't need to worry about you. Get out of my mm-hmm. life. Bye-bye. And other than that, Thomas, my week has been great. I've got my final interview scheduled with Tesla this Monday. And I'm very excited about that. And that's that's my update. Tell me about you. What's new? What's old? What's everything? Not much is new for me or old. I ordered a pair of shoes, and I don't like the color in person. I think that's a handsome shoe. Zoom doesn't capture it, but I might return them. So that's my news. <laughs> well, Nike, Nike is definitely a brand for champions, And this is my segue into saying that we have an absolute champion on the podcast. I mean, every time I've gone to Kansas City, I've heard that this person is doing a show. Everybody, I want to welcome to your ears, Bree Woods. Bree, welcome to the podcast. Hi. Hello. A Kansas City star. Uh, Yeah, I guess I feel pretty starstruck being here. (laughs) Some people, you know, that's pretty common to be on this podcast. A lot of people (laughs) feel starstruck by us, but we're just regular. We're just regular dudes. It makes a lot of sense. Um, No, you guys are doing God's work. Before we get into the snack that we're going to be talking about on this episode, I think we have to warm up. Thomas, is that fair to say? Yes. Let's do the warm up. So, Bree, the way that this warm up works is it's a three person warm up. One person is going to come up with a brand, a company. It can be any company in the world. And then the next person is going to come up with a problem that they have with that company. That problem can be real or imagined. And then the third person will come up to a solution to that problem. Does that make sense? Sure. Does it, is it, it's the people have a problem with the company or it's an internal struggle amongst its employees and big boss? Either or, any problem that you have with the company, I want to hear about it. I have grievances. (laughs) Great. Does anybody feel compelled to start with a company? Or I guess, Bree, you are the guest. What would you like to do first? I would not like to come up with a company. That's what I would like to do first. I'll do the company first. Okay. I'll come up with the problem. Bree, you'll be coming up with a solution. Got it. Wow. He's got his thinking face on. Five, four, three. Brita water filters. Brita water filters. The problem I have with you is the water ekes out so slowly, and when I'm thirsty, I can't wait that long. This is the time of instant gratification, and I just can't wait two minutes to drink purified water, and that's the problem I have with you. 
the solution to this, good sirs, is high-pressurized Brita water filters. Instead of relying on your soft and lowly bead of faucet at whatever dwelling you so far possess, you will instead opt to buy the Brita water filter extreme that turns your water pressure into a billion times uh, the decibels are just whoa. whoa. Yeah, whoa. They're very high. And therefore, your water bottles are filled within two to three seconds max. It's going to be a fire hose Brita filter. Yes, you can use it to wash your dog. Uh, you no longer have to place your thumb on a hose to add some suspense mm-hmm. to your mornings. I think that could really sell. I'm hopeful. I want a Brita Extreme. <laughs> wow. Yeah. It sells itself. Yeah. It has no E's. It sells itself. It it's, it's the X to the T to the R to the M. Brita Extreme. Ooh. No E's. Oh, Extreme. Mm-hmm. No Throw vowels. Throw those E's out. <laughs> Get those E's out. <laughs> Wait, no, I like yours better. X, then dash, then stream. So there are E's. There, There's one E and one A now. And you have the word yes. stream in there. It works. That's nice. It works on all levels. Call us, Brita. Okay, it works on all levels. We're green lighting it. <laughs> okay, let's pa- I'm going to pass the company torch to you, John. Okay, I'll come up with a company that we'll find a problem with. Bree, would you like to name the problem or do another solution? I feel like I feel like I've struck gold with the solutions. I choose to stay at solutions if it's if it's okay with you. Okay. Yes. Okay. Great. <laughs> I have it. I have it. I have my company. Five, four, three. Scrabble. Scrabble. The Scrabble it's company. T- it's too addictive. The game's too addictive, and I don't play it enough. The solution would be to induce a cocaine-additive substance. It would be a, a film, if you will, on all lettered pieces. And that way your <laughs> fingers, as you are playing and you're snacking, you get a taste of that sweet white booger sugar, which does include some addictiveness, but as anyone knows, Scrabble is for the highbrow who don't really let themselves get terribly addicted to substances. So this seems to be the answer is Coke-laced Scrabble pieces. Mm-hmm. We black market it, or we just can't tell people it's cocaine. We just can't tell people what I it is. Or it's a Portland exclusive product, an organ exclusive. Oh, yeah. I know so many We're- organites organisms mm-hmm. organ men women and and those in between who would really like this game i would like that too i would love that let's do it and you're not getting addicted remember you're not going to get addicted no, because you have your own limits that you've placed for yourself that you've, yeah. set. That you've set you've drawn that line in the sand before you play the game yeah i feel like that's a winner i'm ready to move on with the episode thomas how are you feeling i'm feeling great let's do it we are talking, and I might actually butcher the pronunciation of this. Is it Hormel or is it Hormel? I've always said Hormel. I, th- I think Hormel sounds better, so we'll use that. Why did you choose this massive, massive company? What is it about them that you have a connection to? It's the pepperonis, John. I was thinking about this last night. I don't think I've ever eaten, knowingly eaten a pepperoni out of a pepperoni bag that hasn't said Hormel on it. I don't think I've ever even mm-hmm. seen a pepperoni bag 
that wasn't produced by this company. Yeah. My mom had them in her fridge at all times. I think they were originally purchased because we didn't eat a lot of pizza. They were usually for the mm-hmm. dog. So, like, I would wow. <laughs> end up giving them, like, giving my dog a treat, trying to get her to learn tricks, and then feeling slightly jealous because I thought that I, I was like, pepperonis aren't for dogs, they're for me. Um, so, yeah. that's my snack of choice is stealing my dog's wow. dog treats. Does it go back to that time where you were younger, innocent? teaching your dog how to do a trick and then also eating some pepperoni. I mean, that kind of sounds like a, that sounds like a golden, a golden year. If you ask me. You know what? It was more like, so I had like a a bag of Ritz, a sleeve of Ritz crackers. I would have, Mm -hmm. um, instead of, you know, fancy cheese slices, we would cut up mozzarella sticks, uh, string cheese, Mm -hmm. but you know, Mm -hmm. not don't peel it. Don't have the little stringy sections. You want the, the circular mm-hmm. rounds that have been chopped and you place it on top of the Ritz cracker and then you top that sandwich with a uh, pepperoni. And so for every pepperoni wow. I had, no, that's the wrong for every pepperoni that I gave to my dog, I had two cause mm-hmm. I was gluttonous and I would put two pepperonis mm-hmm. on top of my mozzarella stick sandwich. Dang. Did you, so did you have the pepperoni usually with the Ritz and the, and the uh, cheese stick? Or did you ever just nosh on that pepperoni all by itself? I think that started in college. Um, you know, when you think you have the right way of doing things, and then you get to a certain spot in your life, and you're like, what am I actually doing here? Why am I taking yes. all the time? You know what? Pepperonis are the best when they're cold, too. So I now, I, when I got to college, and I think I was just lazy and frayed, I would um, just mm-hmm. take the bag out of the fridge and start eating them cold. Pepperonis are best when they're cold. They are. That is something I've never heard mentioned. And it also seems kind of backwards because pepperoni, for the most part, you'll eat it when it's hot, like on a pizza or something. It's always hot. Sure. You got to try it when it's cold. (laughs) Sure, John. Sure, John. Um, (laughs) It works when it works. But what I'm telling you is this. There's nothing better than like congealed cold cuts. That's what is, it's what will make you feel best about eating your pepperonis. You can eat them on mm-hmm. your pizza, sure. They're, they're great on pizza. I get it. I've, I've mm-hmm. heard of this being a really popular thing amongst people. But it's nothing like right out of the bag, right out of the freezer. Mm. Oh, she said freezer. I, think- I know. I've heard freezer and I've heard fridge. No, I, I never freeze. I lied. I fibbed. Okay. They're all from the freezer. Fr- yeah, yeah. They're all from the fridge. They're never from the freezer. Got it. Okay, got it. Just had to clear that up. Thank you for calling me. It's good to be fact-checked in real time. And Yeah, and you'll get it, and you'll get fact-checked on this podcast. We're not afraid <laughs> Thank to. Thank you. All right, we're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, we're going to get into the brass tacks. All right, we're back. So on to a brief history of Hormel. The company was founded by George A. Hormel in 1891. He died on June 5th, 1946 in Los Angeles, California at the age of 85. In 1926, the company introduced Hormel flavor sealed ham, America's first canned ham. 
Whoa. Mm. Hormel Chili and Spam were introduced in 1936 and 1937, respectively. In 1938, J.C. Hormel introduced the Joint Savings Plan, which allowed employees to share the profits of the company. In 1959, Hormel was the first meat packer to receive the seal of approval from the American Humane Society for its practice of anesthetizing animals before slaughter. I said, I guess it's nice that he, they knock him out before That's so slaughter. Nice. That I don't know if that necessarily deserves like a, a ribbon or anything. You're still slaughtering. Mm-hmm. But it's nice that you do put him to sleep. Yeah, I, I see what you're saying. I think it's nicer that they, if they're stressed out, you know, it's probably going to affect the meat. It's going to taste worse if they're stressed, if they know they're going to get slaughtered. But if they're just getting sleepy and drowsy and they take a little nap and they never wake up, I mean, everybody ta- everybody screams about how the best way to die is in your sleep, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's true. I just, I find it, you know, wouldn't it be weird if you like walked into your your sibling's house and there's a sign that said, thank you for like slaughtering human beings after you <laughs> anesthesiize them or however you say that. Like, it's a weird piece of paper to give to someone, but I'm glad they have it. Okay, yeah. sure. <laughs> In February of this year, Kraft Heinz announced that it will be selling its planters and what? its other nut businesses to Hormel what? for $3.35 billion. What? $3.35 billion for nuts? Planters yeah. is getting out of the game to Hormel? Does that mean we get uh, to what? keep Mr. Planter? I think we get everything. This is a sweet deal for Hormel. I'm starting to think. I'm starting to put two and two together. Does nuts and meat go together and where? I'm thinking maybe charcuterie boards. Oh, yeah. A nice cashew. A good almond. Yeah. Pepperoni wrapped almonds. That sounds pretty good. I think I would really want to try a nice macadamia nut with a pepperoni. There's a crunch, Ooh, yeah. but there's still a softness there, and, and the yeah. the textures might marry well. Yeah, the oil. The oil might marry. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Mac nuts are great. I love a mac nut. Anywhere you use pine nuts, try using mac nuts instead. See what happens. <laughs> Tom is trying really hard to make mac nuts a thing. Oh, it's a, it, for me, it's been a thing. Mac nuts. That's a great descriptor. Thank you. <laughs> I'm gonna use that now. I I, I didn't want to I didn't want to take us away from the brass tacks too much. I just thought it was interesting that nuts and meat are getting paired together, and I was wondering what plans Hormel has. But I guess we'll just have to wait. Okay, the last bullet of the brass tacks is James Snee took over the company in 2016 and still runs it. Mr. Snee. Okay. Yes, yeah, Snee. S N E E. Wow. Go, go, Snee. I'm on Team Snee. 2016 Snee. was a that's a big year for him then. Big year for Snee. <laughs> big year, big year for, for all of us. But no, a huge year for Snee. It's just Hormel. It's just the pepperonis. 2016 <laughs> will only be known for Mr. Snee's acquisition of Hormel pepperonis. That's it. I think that's the line. I think that's the line Hormel takes. Remember 2016, <laughs> the year Snee got in charge? That's the, it. And the only thing that happened? That's all I'm acknowledging from now on. 
So in terms of performance, Hormel is the number one pepperoni brand. Of course. In the country. Mm-hmm. Then the other thing that I found was their whopping 4.8 out of 5 with 2,600 reviews on Amazon. Oh, my God. Wow. For the pepperonis, yeah. Wait, people are buying their pepperonis now on Amazon. I Things I never would have thought. Well, there's an issue, as with a lot of grocery store items, where people are saying that they get the item and it's almost expired or already Ooh. expired. Mm. Ooh. Hold on. With cured meat or with, like, preserved meat, isn't it good for a long time? You would think so. But apparently these pepperonis are good for three to six months, maybe, once you get them from the grocery store. Bree's eyes are popping out of her head. I, okay, another, my mom has given me food poisoning several hundred times. (laughs) I've never once, and so my habit is to check all of the expiration dates on everything, usually dairy, Mm -hmm. cheese, stuff like that. I've never Mm. in my life checked the expiration date on a bag of pepperonis from Hormel. This is terrifying news because I know when I was a kid, I I wasn't a speed eater. Me and my dog weren't going through these a month at a time. This was like a year-long acquisition. Mm. Oh, wow. Three to six months, huh? This is what I read from another Amazon reviewer, so take that with a grain of salt. I'll be looking at my bag tonight. I will be inspecting heavily when these pepperonis go bad. Okay, so this is an issue. I think this is something that we could easily pencil down in terms of how can we help Hormel. We either need to come up with a way to preserve the meat longer, or we have to let people know straight up that it's going to go bad soon. Either option is good. Either option is, yeah. I I wonder if it's people or if it's just me. This is one of those (laughs) things where you get caught (laughs) and things go bad. We have 100% of our pool of people, so, I mean, that's everyone. The people yeah. are rioting. What's happening at Hormel? I wonder <laughs> I wonder if they last longer in, like, pepperoni log form. On slice. Yes. On slice. I wonder if the slicing affects the longevity of the meat at all. Probably does. Hmm. And I wonder, too, I wonder if people will buy it more if they know that it's going bad soon. Because mm. I, be, I might be thinking, people, it's going to be a feeding frenzy with pepperoni. If they know it's going bad in a couple of months, and they've got a huge family-sized bag they need to get through. I have an idea. Okay. You know when you get an email for a sale coming up, and there's that countdown ticker at the bottom of the email? Oh, yeah. We put one of those countdowns on the package so it's a digital display on the package yes and then when it expires a little like package of ketchup (laughs) explodes it gets all over your fridge wow it can't be ketchup it should be ketchup it should be ketchup and pepperoni sounds good it does it should be ketchup I really like yeah. this digital component to the pepperoni bag. Be, now that I'm thinking about there's all sorts of digital games that you could play in real life with a pepperoni. Ride oh, with yeah. me here. Like if you have a yes. holographic tic-tac-toe board, for instance, or like mm-hmm. what's what's a, like a projected tic-tac-toe board and you toss the pepperonis 
onto your side. I guess that doesn't work because you need X's and O's, and that would just be a series of circular pepperonis. No one would know who you won. You can cut pepperonis into X's. That would be fun. That's fun for all. I'm sure they could extrude an X-shaped pepperoni. Oh my God, that would be awesome. Actually, wow! if they came up with X's and O's pepperonis and included mm-hmm. a, a, a projector and you play it on your wall. Yes, I like That's, that. Oh, so you, you throw them on the wall and they stick? I think so. I'm ne- you know what? I've never uh, starred. I've never thrown a, a pepperoni on the wall to see if it's stuck yet. I'm. Wa- I don't know mm-hmm. if they would stick. Maybe the projector is a bad idea. Maybe it just comes out with a, a greasy foldout that's been placed inside the bag with the rest of the pepperonis. Yeah, that would work too. Definitely. Or like a a flypaper, like a it'd be like a flypaper sticky yeah. something, but sure. instead of fly paper maybe we do like honey mustard something that would go well with a pepperoni sure i'm in toss it eat it for later tastes even better you're seasoning it i'm in i'm going a little bit left field on this one hear me out hear me out so brie said earlier in the episode that she would teach her dog tricks and she would use hormel pepperoni to feed the dog and then she got jealous of the dog and so she would take more pepperoni for her I think Hormel could introduce a pepperoni bag that is for dogs to learn tricks, but there it's a slightly lower quality pepperoni mm. that you give your dog, and it's a different color, so you know what's for the dog and what's for the human. Yeah. I. You got problems? Do we got problems? I, I do. My dog is as regal as I am and the thought of <laughs> feeding her subpar pepperonis not to mention I'm still reeling yeah, from the okay. fact that I've also fed my dog duh rancid <laughs> and and <laughs> the thought of actually giving my dog something less than she deserves mm-hmm. it, it does it turns my heart a little bit this is why this is a brainstorm and I guess what I had a plan B in my mind the whole time oh, I was yes. talking about this idea So here's my plan B. I'm unveiling it now. These piggies, these poor piggies that are getting put to sleep, they're being anesthetized, and then they're getting killed. You know, good job, I guess. I don't care that much. You know what I would care about? If we gave these pigs the best day of their lives and then killed them. Wait, would it be like a customer takes the pig out on a day type of thing to absolve their guilt? If that's what the pig wants to do, that's what the pig gets to do. But I'm thinking Hormel has like a pig field day where the pigs get to go see it. They go. The pigs get to go see shows. The pigs get to go swimming. The pigs can get tattoos. Like whichever, um, whichever area the pigs go to is the treatment that they get. So this is based nice. on the instinct. I'm, uh, what I'm imagining is they open the barn doors and the pigs run free <laughs> and whatever direction they run in is their last day. That's it's that, how they get pampered. Okay, because when you first said that the pig gets to choose, I was like, this is a great make-a-wish for a pig to like write it, down That's its, exactly its what thoughts. it is, Bree. Sure. I'm in. I think this is good, too. You know what else you could do? You could market it like whichever tent the pigs choose and treatment they get correlates mm-hmm. with what that the meat that is harvested from that animal is applied to. So like if the pig goes to a concert per se, you get the rock and roll pepperoni flavor. Great. 
Exactly. And it's not called make a wish. It's called make a dish. Make a dish. All these pigs are having the best last day. I I hope, I wish it kind of was more of a, we get the pig on day one and then we raise the pig in that environment. Like if a certain batch of pigs are just getting massages. You're right. That would make me feel a lot better than just like one day of misplaced guilt. Yes. Yeah. But I think I do agree. I, I like the idea of like, a pig sanctuary for pepperoni production. Mm-hmm. <laughs> pig sanctuary for pepperoni. What is it? Piss poop? Yeah. I'm trying to think of the acronym there. PSPP. PP. PS4PP. PS4. You could have PS4s involved. I think a gaming pig, a gaming pepperoni, because that's when most people are eating these things, right? We're, we're playing our PS4, our Xbox, our Nintendo yep. Switches. And these little Absolutely. snacks are, are good. They're not messy at all. Yeah. Okay. Game pig. Mm-hmm. Pigs are hyper intelligent. Very intelligent yeah. animals. Damn. Maybe, tell me if this is a good idea or a bad idea. Based on if the pig liked to play a game, we could say that on the package of the Hormel's bag of pepperoni. We could just say, this pig really liked to play Animal Crossing. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, he Just was a, fun a pig fact. in Animal Crossing. Yeah. Oh. If we want to make the lives of these pigs better and stay and true to do. our roots, which we do, <laughs> I think we have to have all pigs that create Hormel products be involved in the sanctuary. Mm-hmm. And so on the first day that the pig is born, they choose a path, whether it's the <laughs> massage palace the video game palace like or the palaces. <laughs> yeah the rock and roll palace there or the should ext- be an option to not be slaughtered i think there is one option where they're not slaughtered they just run but they in have the to right pick direction it. then yeah sure there's the freedom palace too where you just you live i guess until you die you die <laughs> of old age but you don't get freedom. pampered there's no promise of getting pampered they just yeah. are totally unaware that there's any pepperoni production involved. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. And the palaces are old planters manufacturing factories. Yes. So you don't yeah. need to you don't need to build anything new. You've already got the infrastructure. Nice. This is very green of us repurposing. <laughs> now I'm just stuck on these pigs that have inadvertently chosen free will this seems like a actual movie franchise because now i'm i'm picturing like the survivor's guilt that's going to come out of the one pig who finds out that he just accidentally chose life and then Mm -hmm. the choice becomes do i tell the rest of the pigs what's going Mm -hmm. on here do i stop production yeah that's a very difficult dilemma that we don't want pigs to face so i propose if they choose the freedom palace they walk onto some slide of some sort unknowingly that takes them way down yeah like this is day one a really long slide into a completely another part of the property and Uh yeah they just they kind of forget that this day ever happened and yeah it looks like the wild I love oh, this. so it's actually Truman Show rules, where yes. they're in an enclosure, but they think they're in the wild. And you can play with these pigs. You Great. can come here. What if they're like petting zoo pigs? That becomes Hormel. exactly the Hormel pigs are the ones that the kids mm-hmm. they get to go and pet. And they just think yeah. it's all hunky dory. They don't know that it's their fault. Mm-hmm. 
I think one avenue we haven't, call. we haven't really explored is um, I I have a vision. You know how some people refer to their nipples as pepperonis? Is, is that something yes. you mm. also know? That's it's I become. I've never heard that, but I like. I it. saw it on TV mm-hmm. the other the other okay. day, and I think some sort of clothing could be made out of pepperonis as far as nipple coverings go. Mm. Yeah. I think, you know, free the nipple in the opposite direction where everybody... Cover it up. You cover it up, <laughs> especially if you're at the beach and you need something. You just slap two two ronies on there. Wow. And you also you have a little snack as well. Mm-hmm. I think that might work. That is amazing, yeah. And then how satisfying is it to eat those <laughs> <laughs> off of the breast? <laughs> Someone else. Yeah. Ah, I see this beach. I mean, that's for the bedroom after uh-huh. the day's done. After beach day. <laughs> after you've walked around. They don't they don't have to know about it until you undress. Then they're like, "Oh, you have those on." <laughs> <laughs> that's the, that's the kink. Is pepperoni apples. Yeah. Oh yeah. Exactly. Must be your anniversary. (laughs) Is the is the nipperoni? Then does that become less of a an oddity and more of a commonplace thing? Like you're on the job and everybody underneath their shirts (laughs) are all wearing pepperoni nipple coverings, out of hunger and out of social decency. And it'd be really nice because it would bring all of us together. You know, look at this thing that we all have in common. Oh yeah. We all have pepperonis on. Yeah, and I like that if you're planning to give uh, your significant other a little treat at the end of the day, but then you get hungry, that yeah. you can just take the treat for yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, say if your partner pisses you off, they don't get their mm-hmm. nightly two ronies. Those yeah. ronies belong to you. It is a really nice affirmation of self-love as well if you are if you are single because you treat yourself. At the end of the yeah, night. every night you take your shirt off, look in the mirror, <laughs> then just you peel them slowly. off in the mirror. Yeah, slowly. <laughs> Don't break eye contact with yourself in the mirror. I think that's a v- great way to enjoy nipple ronies. Mm-hmm. And I want to be clear: these fit on both men and women. Oh yeah, okay. oh yeah. One size fits all, baby. Yes. Unless oh, yeah. you are a member of the population with larger nipples, and then Hormel makes an extra large yes. pepperoni. And there's no shame in anyone's game because there's there is a size for everyone's nipples. No, if anything, I'm jealous. I want to be with somebody who's got bigger nipples because at the end of the day, if I treat them right, That's, I'm gonna yeah. get that treat for myself. See, we're flipping the yeah. Oh yeah, we have reversed the narrative that ginormous yes. nipples are undesirable because now they're feeding the hungry, and that's what nipples are there to do in the first place. Ugh. Wow. I think that might be Pro, it. That was profound. Uh-huh. I think we have a lot of ideas here, Thomas. I think I'm I'm ready to jump into the email. I think I'm ready to I'm ready to interact with Hormel. I do too. But before we get into the email, let's take a quick break. We'll be right back. Hello. My name is Kenzo Timmons, and I'm here to introduce you to a brand new service. It's called Brand new undies. Me and my brother Zenko started it because we love the sensation 
of brand new underwear. The elastic is too tight and it stretches and fits to your body. Or bodice. My name is Zanko, and yes, I'll answer all of your questions right now. We're twins. Of course, there's only one way to get that tightness every time, and that's to only wear underwear once. So you get the idea. If you're like us, you get brand new underwear, then you wear it once, take it off, and then you send it back to us. Where we sanitize it, but don't clean it. We spray it with Germex in the groin area, but we don't use soap or water. This is a free subscription. Yeah, me and my brother Zanko are doing this out of the goodness of our hearts. When society hasn't given us shit. So you can get brand new underwear every time, or once worn underwear every time. Or you can get both. In that case, we call you a repeater. The way to be a repeater through our subscription is we give you the brand new underwear that you wear once, take off, ship back to us in a U.S. Postal Service mailbox, and then we'll give you slightly used underwear that we've sanitized so you can go on being a repeater on your own. And just in case you're curious, our never-worn underwear has a white elastic band, and the worn-once underwear has an elastic band with a blue line on it. That's from us, using a blue sharpie. Once we receive your underwear, we'll draw a blue sharpie line across it. That way you know that it's not new. And sometimes, the sharpie runs out of ink. And if that's the case, we always have a spare red sharpie. And if the spare red sharpie also runs out of ink, don't worry, because I only drink blue Gatorade. And my twin brother only drinks red. And will dip the pens in the Gatorade. If you want to wear brand new underwear every time, go to brandnewundies.com. Or if you want to wear once worn underwear, go to onceworndies.com. You know what my favorite song is, Kenzo? I don't. What is it, Zanko? So Fresh, So Clean by Outkast. Because when I hear it, I'm thinking about my underwear. That's what I think when I hear this song, too. All right, we're back. Time to get into this email. I think we need to congratulate Snee on his 2016 victory. Big 2016 victory for Snee. Yes. Congratulations, exclamation point. (laughs) (laughs) Next line, on your 2016 promotion. Yeah. Love it. I like that this email seems to him now five years in the making. Like we've been sitting on this yes. for five yeah. years and just been waiting to press send. And I think we say that. We've been yeah. sitting on this for five years waiting to <laughs> press send. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we've been watching and, and waiting and... Waiting for the perfect time to give this yes. to you. Yes, mm-hmm. and that time has come. Mm-hmm. Hormel is at a crossroads in terms of their product line, 
how they treat their piggies, and let's come up with a third one. The acquisition of planters' peanuts. And the acquisition. Yes. Yes, definitely. And we have a few ideas. That will cover all of those bases. Idea number one is... (laughs) Right into it. Oh, yeah. It's, it's bullet points. I think Snee will appreciate this instead of body paragraphs. Oh, yeah. <laughs> He's got Not a lot to do. Not the first time we've used bullet, bullet points in an email. <laughs> it works. If it works, it works. What's easier than fun? Number one is fun. <laughs> <laughs> Ask any kid in America what his favorite games are, and surely in their top ten will be tic-tac-toe. <laughs> Every kid. (laughs) Oh, man. Yep. And who doesn't like playing with food? Nice. Imagine throwing X-shaped pepperonis and circle pepperonis on a sticky upright surface. (laughs) (laughs) We have a aerosol can of food-grade cleanable adhesive. You can apply to anything. Food grade. Yeah. <laughs> Anytime someone says food grade, you know it's the good stuff. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's, that's just the beginning, Mr. Snee. <laughs> and I hope I'm not crossing the line. I'm going to add another thing that we didn't discuss. We also have food grade, cleanable black pepper, black paint that can you can draw the number mm. sign with that you're going to play tic-tac-toe on. Mm-hmm. Sprayable black pepper. Yeah, pepper food spray, grade. if you will. Yeah. Food grade pepper. It's food. That's also food grade, yeah. <laughs> so there you go. The Cadillac of sprayable peppers. <laughs> <laughs> Tic tac toe wherever you go. Great slogan. Next bullet point. Might as well just throw it out there. Cold pepperoni dippable. Yes. I like the punctuation that we're using in, in plot number two. Cold pepperoni, period. Dippable, period. Yeah. I honestly you don't think want that them to get says lost. Yeah. the idea. And it is the most important part because you want the pepperoni, Mr. Sneed, to remain dippable throughout the evening. Okay, that's number two. Number three, digital roni. <laughs> What's that? <laughs> A pepperoni... With a countdown that lets you know that pepperonis do, in fact, go bad. Because in our survey, we found that 100% of participants were unaware that your product even expires. (laughs) They all got bug-eyed when we told them. 100% got (laughs) bug-eyed. It was a real shock to the system. Three to six months is not enough, Mr. Snee. Sidebar. Um, But circle back. We will plant a digital clock a la Spy Kids that lets you know Mm -hmm. when there's one minute left until your Ronies disintegrate. And when the Ronies, when that timer goes all the way down, we have in the bag a ketchup bomb. Yep. (laughs) That will ruin your fridge and the pepperoni. So you really don't want it to go to that. This avoids lawsuits on food poisoning and or 
mishandling of labels. Mm-hmm. So everyone knows what time it is. And that's the slogan for that one. Mm-hmm. Everyone knows what time it is. Yeah. Bullet point number four. Mm-hmm. Why is there nowhere I can go to pet nice little piggies? Introducing <laughs> the five Hormel palaces. Yeah, piggy palaces. The day that your pigs are born, they are let loose in an area with five tents. Or a pen with five tubes. Thank you. That's better. Yeah. So they just have to go into <laughs> one of them. The tubes are all slides that are fast enough where they're kind of having fun, but not fast <laughs> enough where it scares the piggies. Yeah. These day one piglets aren't going to be scared at all by this yeah. slide. <laughs> Slide number one is the aforementioned petting zoo area where they will actually not be slaughtered and they will just live in a nice Truman Show type situation. Aptly named the Freedom Palace with American flags everywhere so that they know what's going on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Next palace, the Rock and Roll Palace. We've got Kid Rock. We've got Slipknot. The working pig. These are for the piglets with a chip on their shoulder that don't that don't take orders from nobody. Palace number three is the massage palace. <laughs> massage palace. They're the most Man. zen of the nuts. The massage palace has unlimited buckets of Mac nuts everywhere. <laughs> everywhere. <laughs> palace number four. I think there should be an extreme sports palace. Oh, that's right. This goes into the extreme idea, right? Yes. Thank you. So there are big screens playing the X Games. <laughs> they don't play that's them. They just watch the yeah. This one, they just watch them. <laughs> There's no exercise involved. It's a lot of watching. <laughs> yeah, and then... What is the X stream, you ask? Is this going back to uh, the Brita filter idea that we had oh, at the very yeah. top of the show? Merged. Yes. Merged companies. Guess what? Congratulations. <laughs> you bought Brita. <laughs> For this idea to work. Yeah. <sighs> we conducted another survey and 100% of the people who took it thought that you should buy Brita. Palace number I'm ready five. to get into pepperoni nipples. Yeah, maybe there are only four palaces. Yeah. But that's up to you, James. I'm sure you're inspired by the first four. Why don't you come up with the fifth palace? <laughs> You've done enough. <laughs> Moving on. The next bullet nipple ronies. <laughs> Pepperoni nipples used to be a bad thing until today. Your food engineers will be able to come up with. A way to make pepperonis that easily stick to both male and female nipples of all sizes and shapes. Why do you want to be able to put pepperonis on your nipples? Well, you could take them to the beach and that could be your swimsuit. You could just wear them all the time in case you get hungry and need a snack. Or you surprise your significant other at the end of the day when you take your shirt off. Slowly. Intimately. Probably can only sell these at Spencer's. There is a, a yeah. color variation as well. So there are options where you could dye your That's own right. ronies. 
Mr. Snee fun colors, or you could also get uh, skin tone Ronies as well. And if you open your mail, you'll see that we've sent you our prototype of nipple Ronies that match the size and color of your nipples, <laughs> Mr. Snee. <laughs> After 15 minutes of Googling, we have found your nipples and created an exact <laughs> replica using pepperonis that we have here. Now, so how do we sign off? Congrats again. You did it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, start and end. And we're sending it. There's so many things that pepperonis can do. Yeah. Bree, thank you so much for taking the time to join us. Thank you for having me. I'm thinking about my pepperonis. I do have to check my expiration date before I prototype all of the things that we have talked about. <clears throat> but that's yeah. that's the first thing on my list. Hell yeah. Bree, do you have any social media handles you want to shout out at this time? Any projects you're working on that you're excited about? Anything at all you want to let the people know about? Sure. Uh, I got a couple plugs here. You can follow me on Instagram at B-R-I underscore W-O-O-D-S 21. That's my Instagram handle. Uh, I've got some cool things coming up, none of which I remember, uh, but they're happening, uh, some plays and some movies. They're all on my Instagram, so you can find them there. Hey! Thank you for that, Bree. Check out everything she's got going on on her Instagram. I think that's going to do it for us, Thomas. Yes. This was another Great Samaritans great episode. Goodbye. Goodbye. That was Great Samaritans. Thanks for listening. You can find us on Instagram and Twitter at Great Samaritans Pod or email us at greatsamaritanspod at gmail.com. Feel like being a Great Samaritan yourself? Rate and review us on iTunes. Bye-bye. Consider yourself vertically integrated. Boom. That was synergy. Attention, check. Interest, check. Desire, check. Action, checkmate. Thank you for passing the briefcase. Thank you for telling me your end game. Everyone, turn to slide five. Dow Jones.